Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is Saturday, the second week of Advent. Our Mass today is being offered for Victoria Contreras and our celebrant is Father Muldoon. Let us sing together the first verse in the entrance hymn in the blue St. Michael's hymnal, number 699 on Jordan's Bank. Number 699, please rise. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the Son of God and Son of Mary, Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the Word made flesh and splendor of the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. May the splendor of your glory dawn in our hearts, we pray, Almighty God, that all shadows of the night may be scattered and we may be shown to be children of light by the advent of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Sirach. In those days, like a fire, there appeared the prophet Elijah, whose words were a flaming furnace. Their staff of bread he shattered, in his zeal, he reduced them to straits. By the Lord's word, he shut up the heavens, and three times he brought down fire. How awesome are you, Elijah, in your wondrous deeds, whose glory is equal to yours. You were taken aloft in a whirlwind of fire, in a chariot with fiery horses. You were destined, it is written, in time to come, to put an end to the wrath before the day of the Lord to turn back the hearts of the fathers toward their sons and to reestablish the tribes of Jacob. Blessed is he who shall have seen you and who falls asleep in your friendship. The word of the Lord. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. O shepherd of Israel, hearken, from your throne upon the cherubim shine forth, rouse your power. Lord, make us turn to you, let us see your face, and we shall be saved. Once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heaven and see. Take care of this vine and protect what your right hand has planted, 
the Son of Man, whom yourself made strong. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. May your help be with the man of your right hand, with the Son of Man, whom you yourself made strong. Then we will no more withdraw from you. Give us new life, and we will call upon your name. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As they were coming down from the mountain, the disciples asked Jesus, why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He said in reply, Elijah will indeed come and restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come and they did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they pleased. So also will the Son of Man suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them of John the Baptist. The Gospel of the Lord. Our readings today propose for us two figures, Elijah, one, and John the Baptist, the other. And our first reading has an image that dominates, fire. We've been hearing in our readings this week at Daily Mass about the connections between the Old Testament prophet of Elijah and John the Baptist. We have to go back to the Old Testament prophet of Malachi, who foretold that when the Lord came, the prophet Elijah would come again to usher in his coming. And so Jews of old were watching and waiting not only for the coming of the Messiah, but for the coming again of the prophet Elijah that would signal that the Messiah had arrived. That sense of watching, that sense of waiting for the coming of Elijah. Well, Jesus is quite explicit in today's gospel when he says, Elijah has indeed come. Come not in the way that was expected, but come rather in the person of St. John the Baptist. Because Elijah and John the Baptist, they have the same mission, to prepare the way of the Lord. And John the Baptist is the one who's privileged to point him out quite literally when he comes. 
John the Baptist can point to Jesus and say, Behold the Lamb of God. Elijah and John sharing this same mission to prepare the way in the midst of patient watching and patient waiting. Jesus, the one whom John pointed out, he stepped into our messy world. He endured the same sort of rejection and the same sort of suffering that Elijah had endured before him. Jesus endured the same sort of suffering and the same sort of rejection as John the Baptist before him. He wasn't accepted, but Jesus wasn't accepted and was rejected even to the point of death, death on a cross. And so here enters that image of fire that predominates in our first reading. That fire we heard, like a fire there appeared the prophet Elijah, whose words were a flaming furnace. Further on, you were taken aloft in a whirlwind of fire in a chariot, a chariot with fiery horses. Elijah and John the Baptist have not only the mission to prepare the way of the Lord, but the mission to bring the fire of God's love to a world that, at Jesus' time and again now, has grown cold. To bring the fire of God's love to a world where darkness seems to predominate. To bring that light and to bring the warmth of the fire of God's love. These days of Advent have been and are for us an opportunity for that fire to come once more into our midst, to reignite our hearts if they have grown cold, to bring light to a world in desperate need, to a world grown dark by the scourge of war, by the scourge of sin and pride. We need the warmth of that fire, don't we? We need the light that that fire of God's love brings. We have a week left. We'll light tomorrow one more of the candles on our Advent wreath. When we get to the fourth candle, it'll be quite quick. Only one day in the fourth week of Advent this year. But as we are lighting those candles week by week, it's a reminder of the light that is coming into the world. The fire of God's love come once more, as it did at that first Christmas, so too at this Christmas, to bring light, to bring warmth to a world in need. You remember that Jesus says in the Gospels that he has come to set the world on fire and how he wishes that it were already blazing. The question before us this day is when he comes this Christmas, when he comes in just over a week, will he find our hearts ablaze? Please God, he will. But he helps us along the way. He gives us his body and his blood in the Eucharist that we now celebrate to reignite us, to warm us, so that we too are set on fire with that love of God that Elijah, that John the Baptist came to bring, and that Jesus himself, with the fire of the Holy Spirit, gives to us in this sacrament. And so we pray once more, come Lord Jesus, and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Let us stand now and bring our prayers before our Heavenly Father. 
We pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our Bishop, Cardinal Dolwyn, and for all those who lead God's Holy Church, that the Holy Spirit might guide and strengthen them, we pray to the Lord. We pray for all leaders of nations, that they would work for peace throughout the world, especially in Ukraine and in the Holy Land, and for the protection of every human life, beginning with the unborn, we pray to the Lord. We pray for those who are sick and suffering, especially those who suffer at this time of year, those who suffer from loneliness and isolation, those who suffer from the death of a loved one, those who are separated from family and friends, that they might know the comfort of the Lord who entered into our human suffering, we pray to the Lord. For God's mercy upon Victoria, for whom this Mass is offered, and upon all those who have died, that they might quickly be received into the warmth of his love in heaven, we pray to the Lord. God, our Father, we bring you these, our needs, asking that you hear and answer them through Christ, our Lord. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May the sacrifice of our worship, Lord, we pray, be offered to you unceasingly to complete what was begun in sacred mystery and powerfully accomplish for us your saving work. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago, and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Victoria, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she, who was united with your son in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.
At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Our communion hymn is number 672. Oh Lord, I am not worthy. Number 672.
Let us pray. We implore your mercy, Lord, that this divine sustenance may cleanse us of our faults and prepare us for the coming feasts through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. We go forth singing number 615, Lift Up Your Heads, Ye Mighty Gates, number 615. 